Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. I'm your host, Larry Brake. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the spare ribs I did on uh, Memorial Day, looking towards the 4th of July. Also, Canadian football is starting up this week, plus other things that interest me in the world of sports. So, with that, we'll take a quick time out, and we will be back. And hey, thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Thank you so much. I hope everyone had a wonderful wonderful holiday weekend memorial day in fact uh spare ribs was on the menu here and i think although everyone said that they were good they were great uh personally i thought i made a mistake i did i did i thought i did something and i think i thought about thought well maybe not but mm, let's try anyway see what happens so i actually did too much mesquite i think i think there was too much mesquite and i think i put too much rub uh, with a in other words i think i had too much of a smoky bark on the meat it was almost like uh, it's almost like uh, it was coated. Now, some people love that; they love the chewiness. But I actually think I prefer just uh, the the regular rib or or brisket or or pulled pork or whatever it is with uh, a minimum amount of uh, bark. Uh, the I'd rather I would rather chew on the flavor of the meat than I would the uh, outside coating, uh, the bark, whatever. But everyone said it was great. The company thought it was awesome. There wasn't just a whole lot uh, left over, if that uh, tells you anything. But uh, in my eyes, I thought I goofed. I wasn't just real happy about it. I just uh, it tasted good. Everything uh, mixed well uh, with uh, the with the, the marinade and the and the rub. It all worked great, but I thought it was just a little heavy on the smoke and on the bark. Otherwise, it was uh, it was awesome. Now that's a lesson learned. Remember that uh, the lighter the meat the i guess uh, less of the smoke and bark features you want uh you probably want it more on briskets but uh, and maybe even pulled pork but not uh, on something like uh, the ribs for my taste you know chicken and pork to me i think it's more the 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 flavoring the the, the flavoring the meat with the, through the marinade and the uh, rub, but not so much. Just a hint, maybe just a little bit of a, a of a visible smokering makes it good. But uh, don't go overboard. I think I did. I think uh, that's a lesson learned. 
had a heavy smokering, especially around the edges or the top edge of the uh, spare rib. In fact, uh, if you like burnt ends, that's not my favorite thing, but if you like burnt ends, you would have loved that aspect of the uh, the uh, my spare ribs. So even though I am the weekend barbecue guru, I do tend to make a mistake ever so often, not with flavor, but with uh, other things. So lesson learned, had the applewood, had uh, the Caribbean jerk seasoning or marinade seasoning and the rub seasoning, uh, jerk seasoning. So it was uh, very, very good, very, very tasty. But for my taste, I think I would have liked to gone without the mesquite and the excess rub. Maybe I was trying to, I just had a little bit left. Maybe I was thinking I'll just get rid of it on, on these two. And in my opinion, that cost me uh, some points as far as uh, well done. Or basically thinking I did uh, an all right, uh, good job. So lesson learned. I'll never make that mistake again. But let me tell you what, what we had for sides. had baked potatoes. We had some, uh, oh, we had uh, salad. We had, uh, I was trying to think of that ice cream, caramel sea salt ice cream. And uh, we had uh, some nice, nice uh, rolls to go with that. Very, very good. We had... Uh, it was uh, seven of us, six of us, seven of us there. Uh, food went uh, a long ways. Thought it was uh, outstanding. And Fourth of July is coming up. Traditionally, a, a burger and dog. So with the Fourth of July, we'll probably go traditional, just uh, just to do uh, a traditional thing. Maybe experiment on my hamburgers. And instead of doing hot dogs, probably do brats. And uh, I'll tell you what I'm, I'm thinking that uh, I'm going to pull out the recipe I had for uh, the uh, brat bath, which if you're not, uh, if you're not uh, putting your dogs and uh, brats, in, uh, especially if, if you do them on the grill when it's so, so hot and it tends to kind of dry things. Especially uh, when you set them down, they'll rest and they'll kind of shrink. If you will like prepare a bath and then pull them off the uh, grill and then into the bath, you're a uh, hundred times better. For example, the I would use probably a uh, cut up an onion cut up or uh, put uh, about oh a half of uh, one of those cubes of butter and then put uh, some uh, oh probably uh, 
a good lager beer and uh, heat it up on the stove and uh, throw in some seasoning uh, probably some uh, uh, Caribbean type seasoning something to uh, just kind of give it a good good flavor get the brats good and hot to where they bust the skins pull them off and put them into uh, the brine and let them stay uh, on that uh, low heat and when you pull them off they're nice and plump and all those flavors run together and, and it's, it's really good really good and then some uh, Kaiser type buns to uh, for the uh, brats instead of your traditional hot dog buns something to kind of coat get some sauerkraut and some uh, uh, some people like uh, honey mustard some like uh, different kinds of mustard plain mustard uh, gray poupon maybe however you uh, like but uh, that's that's the dog or brat now the hamburger I like to uh, smoke those now they're not they are not uh, I guess uh, directly over the heat so it takes a little longer which is fine because just, you're probably looking at maybe an hour hour and a half maybe but uh, you can get uh, you can get your your on your smoker get your heating uh, chamber really really smoking hot get it uh, throw in a lot of uh, charcoal briquettes get that fire going and throw your wood onto the fire and get a good good heavy smoke going in through uh, the cooking chamber and up through the chimney make some great 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 burgers now here's what uh, I'm thinking about doing now I can go uh, to um, the place I really like, uh, Publix. We have Publix here, and they, to me, have the best meat selection, the best meat market. It's in the back, but it's uh, well worth it. They have about everything you can imagine. Now, I do live on the coast, so we do have uh, fresh fish, shrimp, all that good stuff. But uh, they also have different kinds of ground uh, meats, like chicken, turkey, uh, lamb, uh, different kinds of beef. Uh, they have bison. They have uh, oh the grass-fed stuff. They have uh, your highly highly uh, fatty, uh, like eighty twenty type and ninety ten and things like that as far as your beef. But they also have uh, a ground pork. So my thought is to mix. In thirds, probably uh, some lamb and, and beef and pork, just to kind of, especially the pork into the lamb to kind of give it a little bit of uh, flavoring. It's a little different than because you know the lamb's pretty. Uh, it's it's probably you know pretty uh, uh, clear of uh, the fat. It's pretty lean, so that kind of gives it a little bit. But then just to have the the, the different three uh, going. Plus, season it uh, pretty good and say, uh, throw some onions or garlic or both in. Or if you like, even jalapeno peppers in with those. Give it a good good blend. So that's what I'm kind of thinking about. And you know, it's beef. So what I'll probably do is get some uh, 
try to get some uh, logs of uh, or sticks of uh, hickory, maybe some oak. I think I'm done with mesquite. Never was really my favorite. Never was really uh, something that uh, I felt uh, comfortable with just because of the, the thick, thick, uh, smoky that, uh, that it produces. But hey, I mean, some people love it. Some people don't. I've heard people say, I don't like uh, uh, things off the smoker because I, I uh, taste the smoke more than I taste the meat. So that kind of perked up my ears years ago, thinking that uh, the smoke has to be, you know, a light. A, uh, to, to please everybody, you can't. But I think to incorporate those who enjoy more of the, the, the meat and the flavoring through that, and the light smoke is better to go. But if you go to a barbecue convention, you know you'll want to go to the heavier, the heavier type with the mesquite stuff. So it just kind of matters where you're at and and who you're cooking for, as always, uh, to uh, decide what uh, kind of uh, wood that you're going to burn in your smoker. And then I will get uh, probably some more Kaiser type uh, buns for the burgers tomatoes, uh, slice some onions, and some uh, jalapenos. And speaking of jalapenos, man, they are really producing this year. My, uh, I just can't believe how my uh, pepper plants, all of them, from my, uh, I got the, the jumbo jalapenos because I was kind of curious what they'd produce. I got some Anaheim, which had really produced, and I've got some jalapenos, regular jalapenos. I didn't do any of the others, just uh, those two varieties. And man, they are really producing. And I got, and I've told you, I've got uh, my grapes going, and man, they are really doing well. So who knows? There, I may be going into uh, the wine uh, business, the vineyard business. So. I don't know. It's I'm 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 amazed that I was able to do. Plus, my cherry tomatoes are really doing well. A shocker there, but uh, they produce enough that uh, that's what I've been. I've just been eating off the vine. I guess like in the olden days, as we used to say when I was a kid. You know. Also, you you just really can't beat uh, homegrown stuff, anyways. You really you really can't, and it's. I mean, you go to uh, the Home Depot or Lowe's or Ace Hardware or just whatever your your uh, store is in town. That's to me, that's the best way to go. That is the, I mean, especially when the uh, grocery uh, prices are so so high here, it's better just to grow your own. In fact, uh, that's to me, that's that's a smart way to go. But uh, we'll see what happens in the future. Hey. Guess what starts this week? Canadian football. Yeah, you better believe it's going to be uh, high-flying action as always. You know, back in the day when I was, oh, maybe a sophomore in high school, ESPN used to uh, show uh, taped delayed broadcasts of uh, the Canadian Football League, and they kind of caught my eye because it was different. 
it uh, was uh, kind of like the old AFL, where it was uh, throw the ball down the field. Not much running, but uh, there was a ton of passes, which I, I didn't mind. I, I liked it. In fact, uh, that's where I uh, first saw the Montreal Alouettes, and they became the Concords, and now they're back to the Alouettes. Actually, I got to uh, meet uh, and, and to know and study under great, great uh, Montreal head coach, Mark Tressman. In fact, uh, he's a great dude, great guy. Well, the CFL starts this this uh, week, week one, Thursday, June the 9th. And you know I'm going to be tuning in, Montreal at Calgary. Friday, June 10th, Ottawa at Winnipeg. Saturday, we have a doubleheader, Hamilton at Saskatchewan. And then... The next game will be Edmonton at BC. Now, the crazy thing about the Canadian League is there are nine teams. So, somebody won't play week one. And that week one looks like it is Toronto. So, the Argonauts will not be playing week one. So, me, let me give you my predictions. Just... Um, I'm an American who loves uh, the uh, Canadian game. In fact, if you go to their website, uh, CFL.ca, and go to, uh, they have that Fan Zone tab, click on it, go to uh, pick them. I have created a group if you want to play against me in picks. It's uh, Americans Love CFL. That's my group. You... Uh, can join and let's see uh, if you can pick as or better as well as what I do. I am going to take, let's see, Montreal at Calgary. I'm going to take my Alouettes. I will always take my Alouettes. Uh, Ottawa at Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg's the defending champs. Got to go with them. Ottawa is rebuilding. Hamilton at Saskatchewan. I am going with Hamilton. I got to interview their head coach and talk to him uh, on the phone for about an hour. And, uh, man, he's a, he's another great guy. I would love to see him get a job in the NFL. But he's got uh, – he's, he's doing a great job there in Hamilton. Uh, Edmonton at uh, BC. That uh, is two West – Rivals, I remember Warren Moon of uh, Houston Older fame uh, playing for Edmonton and BC had Damon Allen, who was Marcus Allen of the Chiefs and Raiders. Brother, I'm going to go with uh, BC, seeing how it's out on the West Coast. So I'm going to go with uh, BC there. Let's see how uh, it turns out. I hope uh, I, I go four for four. We'll see. Wednesday night in Oklahoma City, the Women's College World Series Championship Series starts Wednesday. It is the Red River Rivalry Gone Softball. It is the Oklahoma Sooners 
against the Texas Longhorns. Now, uh, if uh, you're on Twitter, you saw that uh, perhaps I put on there, don't know whether to chant SEC, SEC, or Big 12, Big 12, just for the fact that Oklahoma and Texas are both leaving the Big 12 to go to the SEC. So I don't know who, who uh, which, which one to chant. I am an Oklahoma graduate, and uh, I'm going to be rooting for the Sooners to sweep. They have Jocelyn Aloe, probably the greatest women's home run hitter of all time. She hit her career 120th in the last game to uh, and to, to basically put, I don't know, put an exclamation point on the game against UCLA. It was done. They were done. UCLA was done after that. In fact, that home run was hit so far. It was just almost out of the whole complex. I've, I've not seen a shot hit that far. But uh, the uh, Oklahoma Sooner women, women's Sooner team, softball team, are looking to go back-to-back championships. They won it last year. And, man, if the pitching holds up, they have a very good chance to beat Texas because they have already beaten them. But then Texas is, has beaten them too. But that was in the regular season. But in the uh, World Series tournament, uh, Oklahoma beat Texas. So Texas is wanting to prove that uh, they should have been seeded. They're not seeded. They're only their only t- uh, unseeded team ever in the history of the Women's College World Series Championship Series to make it to the final series and not be ranked or uh, seeded. That's hats off to those those uh, girls. So expect a good good series there. I know TV wants would probably want to go through three games, but as a Sooner fan, let's uh, sweep them in two. Let's run rule them in two. Let's uh, hope that's how it turns out. Uh, the men's baseball tournament is still there at the super regional region oklahoma advanced so whichever your team i don't think that anybody's going to beat tennessee but we'll see aaron donald gets a huge huge contract extension which is well deserved because he's actually a man among boys uh playing there uh, if you saw the super bowl you saw how he kind of took over at the end basically uh putting an end to the Bengals' quest, setting up uh, the Rams to win it. So, good job. Uh, pay, pay raise, well-deserved Aaron Donald from me, the weekend barbecue guru, Larry Brake. Um, the golf is interesting. A lot of uh, the PGA guys are quitting and going over to the uh, LIV, or it's 54, I guess. Uh, that's run by the Saudis. It's interesting. There's going to be a rival league going. Competition's always good. We'll see how many guys stick with the PGA and how many guys go over to the 54. So I know uh, Dustin Johnson's gone. 
which is probably amazing. Uh, Phil Nicholson, I think, is is gone. But we'll see if guys like Jordan Spieth and, and those guys, see if any of them, the really hot uh, golfers now, not to say that Spieth's uh, on fire, but he's kind of stays around. But uh, we'll see. See what happens. See how that progresses. And let me think if... Uh, who else might uh, go over there? Well, well, Greg Norman, he's, he's uh, I guess, the, the guy basically running it. So I always love uh, watching the shark uh, golf. So I think uh, he's pretty uh, level-headed. I don't know that uh, he would get involved in something that he didn't think was work. Well, he did marry Chris Everett, and that didn't last. So we'll see what uh how this uh, new golf league uh, works out. Uh, I can almost see where a lot of other, like a lot of the other global global uh, golfers will maybe uh, join and make it more, instead of a United States based, with, you know, a few of the, I guess like uh, British and Irish and Scottish, uh, Japanese, Maybe we'll see some uh, golfers from maybe some of the countries we don't normally see all the time. So that might be a good thing. But uh, that's one of the things we'll just have to wait and see how it turns out. So NFL is uh, getting ready to start up uh, with uh, training camp in July. Baseball is still going. Uh, hockey is in their playoffs. The NBA is in their championship series. Celtics or Golden State got to think Golden State's going to win just because they have so much firepower for the Splash, uh, Splash Brothers. Uh, but don't count Celtics out. Do not count them out. My prediction, until you beat them, they're, I mean, they're they're good. I mean, Curry can hit from anywhere on the court, seems like. And Draymond is uh, the man in the middle that basically is the Dennis Rodman uh, for that team. So, and and the other guys that come off the bench, they're they they play just as hard, and it's not just a one man show. So I'm. I'm leaning towards uh, Golden State and possibly five games. I think moving to Boston doesn't mean a thing. So we'll see how it turns out. But right now, I think it's a Golden State's series to lose. I think they're going to win. And with that, I think that is going to wrap it up. Hey, be sure to catch me on Twitter at East Coast Sooner. Or if you just maybe search, Twitter search, Weekend Barbecue Guru Show, you can find me, follow. Uh, you can catch me writing at JacksonvilleJaguarsCountry.com, which is getting ready to change to more of a total football site college pro you name it 
So there's some big changes in store for that. Andre Moultrie, the guy who runs the sites, is an awesome dude. He knows uh, his stuff. Catch his uh, JJC podcast and his thoughts on the Jaguars. That's probably going to be changing to more well-rounded uh, football podcasts. And for those out of the country, I'm not. I'm talking about American-style football, not not what we call soccer, but still. There's plenty of uh, room for both soccer and American football and Canadian football, which is different, but it's uh, very, very good. Very, very good. So with that, I will catch you guys again. Have a good one. Take care, and thanks a lot for listening.